Welcome to Empowered and Unfiltered, the podcast. I'm your host and wellness bestie, Karen Catania, and my purpose as a certified integrative nutrition coach is to guide women on their health and wellness journey in a balanced and sustainable way. Join me every week for casual, unfiltered chats that are designed to inspire and empower you to live your best life. Now let's get started. Hi guys, it feels so good to be back behind the mic recording a podcast episode. It has been entirely too long. If you're new here or just to catch you up, if you're curious, I was previously putting out weekly episodes and I meant to take a month, month and a half break around the holidays, like around Christmas time, just to be present with friends and family and things got hectic really, really fast and I came to the realization that I just, you know, I couldn't do everything all at once. I had to make a decision on what I was going to prioritize and, you know, unfortunately, as much as I love this podcast, I had to put it on the back burner for a bit, but I am back and feeling so refreshed and just excited to be here with a new perspective of where I want this podcast to go and how I want to help people. And that's the thing. When you're able to take a step back for a moment, whether it's, you know, intentional or not, Sometimes you're able to gain this new perspective and get more clarity than when you're in the thick of it all. Like I have so many more ideas now than I did when I was podcasting every week. So my little hiatus actually has to do with today's episode. Today we're talking all about the all or nothing mentality and we're specifically going to talk about how it relates to health and wellness But at the same time, this can also apply to so many other areas of life and even what I was just talking about before. Before I took my podcast break, and honestly, like, let's be real, it was a break from pretty much everything, not just podcasting. So before that break, I was focusing or trying to focus on it all. I was trying to do everything at once. I was focusing on podcasting every week. I was focusing on social media, all the different platforms. I was focusing on um, building a website, getting my holistic health coaching certification, building out programs for potential clients, like so many different things. And when I, you know, took my intended break, it took longer to get back into everything because it was honestly so overwhelming. And that's the downside to the all or nothing mentality. I should say too that the issue was not that I was doing too many things at once. It was that I started to do too many things at once. So what I mean by that is I was starting all new things all at once, which is why it was so overwhelming. Um, I am a true believer that you can do whatever you want to do in life. So I want to make that very clear. You don't have to scale back everything that you want to do, but prioritizing what you're going to do first, second, third, last, whatever, is going to make it a little more sustainable. And that's what we're going to talk about today as it relates to health and wellness, because this all or nothing mentality is a really big issue in the health and wellness space. I know just from speaking with prospective clients, friends, family, this seems to be 
like their number one or number two issue. And it's an issue because it's not sustainable. It's filled with so many ups and downs, highs and lows. And, you know, you're just running from one extreme to the other. When it comes to the all or nothing mentality, I think I have a really good visual that I want you guys to visualize. And I hope that it makes as much sense to you as it does to me. But I want you to envision a seesaw. And if you don't remember what a seesaw is, take out your phone, Google it, get that image in your head, and imagine that you are standing on one side of the seesaw. So that one side that you're standing on is towards the ground and the other side is pointing up towards the sky. And the other side that's pointing up, that's your goal. That's maybe, let's use an example. That's your goal of working out six days a week, high intensity workouts, right? So I want you to run as fast as you can to the other side. Okay, great. You hit that goal of working out six days a week. But the next week, you only work out two days a week. So now run to the middle. Then run back to six days because you hit that goal next week. Now run all the way back to the other side because you worked out zero days a week. So now you're back to the other side. Now run back to the other side and hit six days a week again. Do you see how chaotic this is? The seesaw is never in balance. It's going up, down, up, down, one side to the other side. And it's not balanced. It's chaotic. And you, as the person who's running back and forth, are probably getting out of breath. Obviously, this is just in your head. But if we were in real, if this was real life, you would be getting out of breath. So now think of the seesaw and you're back to that one side that you started on. You're standing on that one side. And instead of running to the other side, imagine you're taking little steps. You're taking those steps one by one. They're slow, but they're meaningful until you get to the middle. And this is where you and the seesaw are in balance. And believe it or not, but this is where I actually want most of my clients to be at. Because this is where you are going to see the most results because you're going to be able to sustain this balance for a lot longer compared to running from one side to the other. Because again, that's going to get really exhausting really quickly. Now, even knowing how chaotic the all or nothing mentality or approach is, some people may still prefer to go that route because maybe they don't have a goal that needs to be sustained over a long period of time. Maybe they're just worried about losing five pounds for a vacation coming up, and after that vacation, they don't care if they gain it back or really what happens after that. Theoretically, the all-or-nothing approach would work for them in that scenario. But for someone who really cares about their health and wellness and making lifestyle changes, then this more balanced approach is going to be better. And so how do we apply this approach to real life? The first step is understanding where you are at in your current health journey. I'm not talking about the past or where you have been, but where you are at in this moment. And maybe you're starting from the beginning for the first time, or maybe 
you're starting from the beginning for the 50th time. And that is okay. I want you to throw away any shame you have relating to where you are at in your current health journey because you are here listening to a health and wellness podcast because you want to make positive changes to your life. And you should be so, so proud of that. So just be happy and excited about where you are going. And if you are at the beginning, right, the second step is not implementing a bunch of huge goals all at once because those are going to be really large steps or leaps when we're thinking about that seesaw approach. And those large steps could cause us to go out of balance. So instead, you can focus on small and impactful changes one or two goals at a time. So what I mean by this is maybe you have a goal of working out five times a week, but currently you are not working out at all. You're not working out and you're not getting a lot of activity on the day-to-day, meaning you're not getting a lot of steps, you're not going for walks, like that type of thing. And so instead of focusing on working out and thinking of it as like a high-intensity class, like a spin class or going to the gym and weightlifting or Orange Theory or something like that, maybe you change it to movement, right? So instead of working out, you're going to change that term to movement. That would shift your focus from high-intensity workouts to just 30 minutes of activity five times a week. And that could look like so many different things. It could look like a walk. It could look like yoga. It could look like a high-intensity workout, like going to the gym and weightlifting or going to a spin class or Orange Theory or CrossFit or whatever you know you your preference is in terms of those types of classes. But the difference is, is you are not set or you are not being forced in this approach to make it to one of those classes five days a week. Maybe you go one or two times and the rest is low impact activities like walking for 30 minutes a day. And eventually we will build on this or you can build on this once it becomes more like a habit because the goal here is really to make this a habit. And what you'll hopefully start to notice is the change in your mindset and productivity just by focusing on movement and activity. And because of this, you'll want to do do more. And because you'll want to be more active, it should be more of a natural progression into your original goal rather than forcing it from the start, if that makes sense. The third thing, and we kind of touched upon this, but You're going to want to start with one to two goals. Don't jump in saying, I'm going to focus on movement and sleep and water and nutrition and throwing away all my toxic products and I'm going to do this all today and tomorrow. That is going to be extremely overwhelming for most people. Some people can do it. If you want to give it a try, go ahead. But if you're struggling with it, then break it down. Break down your goals into smaller goals and then build on them once they become habits, okay? If you're focusing on movement like we were just talking about before, Maybe pair it with water intake and making sure you're drinking enough water every day or pair it with sleep and aiming for seven to eight hours every day. 
things that are small but are attainable, okay? It's not all or nothing. It's a little at a time until it becomes natural to you. Let's do one more example focusing on nutrition this time. Um, Some people may have a goal to eat healthier, which is amazing, but what many people will do is start eliminating certain foods right away. And this can be restrictive and, again, cause you to binge eat. So, again, running from one extreme to the other on the seesaw. So, instead of being really restrictive with our diet, what we can instead do is focus on something called crowding out. And this basically means instead of putting our focus on eliminating unhealthy foods, which is probably going to lead to wanting more of them because we know we can't have them, we instead put focus on and our attention on healthy foods, right? So when when you're thinking about building your plate, you can build it with your vegetables and your protein first, and then naturally there won't be enough room for the quote-unquote bad foods. Um, But you can still have french fries. You're probably just not going to have as much as you would if you started out building your plate with french fries, right? And so by we're naturally going to crowd out the unhealthy foods, right? So again, this just proves the point that you don't have to be all or nothing. You can make smaller changes and they can still be really impactful and eventually will lead to the big changes. And if you're on this health journey, regardless of where you are at, just remember to honor it. Applaud yourself for what you have accomplished so far, even if that just means showing up you know, showing up today or showing up tomorrow and celebrate the small victories because those are the ones that are going to motivate you to get to that next step. If you take anything away from today's episode, I hope that it is the fact that health and wellness is not a race. Whoever gets to the finish line the fastest and does quote unquote everything needed to be healthy is not the healthiest person. They may see the results the fastest, but at the end of the day, the healthiest person or the healthier person is going to be the one who is able to sustain those changes for the longest period of time. And so I hope that you remember that as you are goal setting and implementing your goals. Remember that you can do one or two goals at a time. See how they work for you, you might have to pivot and that's okay. And then once those become like habits, add one or two more and keep going from there, right? Eventually, that's going to lead to big changes. And just remember that you're trying to balance the seesaw. You're not trying to run back and forth because that will be unsustainable for most people. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you. And with that being said, I'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so proud of you for showing up today for your future self. If you have any topic recommendations or are looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Corinne Catania. 
If this episode helped you in any way, don't forget to drop a review on whatever platform you are listening on or share this episode on your social media. My goal is to help as many women as possible, and I really appreciate you for being a part of this journey and this mission with me. So thank you again for being here, and I will see you next week.